Hey yo. Blessings, health and blessings to you, my sister. <laughs> Thank you so much. Health and blessings, abundance, longevity. Mm. Yes. Calories. I need all that. Give me all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How, How are you, you doing? Oh, I'm I'm wonderful. I was just mm. out with uh, Jade of All Jades, of Angie and Santana. Eating chicken sandwiches. These fried chicken sandwiches, girl. Uh, I wanted you to be there. It was so good. It was so good. Out the, you're going to shout out the people? The man. What was this? Hold on. I tagged him. Let me look. My it's like lim- little Jimmy Chef or something like that. Um, Where you get it on the corner? Chef, Chef Jimmy Thomas. No, he did a pop-up at Beer Wax Bar where Santana and Jade sometimes do pop-ups. When I tell you this fried chicken sandwich, y'all, just go to at chef, C-H-E-F, Jimmy, J-I-M-M-Y-T-H-O-M-A-S, at Chef Jimmy Thomas. Negro got some good food. He said he was from Louisiana and then moved to Chicago, so he got all the good eats. But that chicken sandwich. Yes. And he had a mango pineapple hot sauce on it. And he's Girl. fancy with it. Yo, that shit was fire. He That's was wonderful. Chicken it up sandwich. In a Shout out to chicken sh- sandwiches. And people really learning to appreciate it. And yes. um, have you had the Popeye's chicken? Are you nah, into I'm that? Not e- I, I'm not even putting that black. on this You're not podcast. that black. I'm not putting that you on this podcast because Popeye's not getting no goddamn free Advertisements out of us, okay? Popeye is doing great because they of black are doing white. great, but they got enough free press from black folks. All these black folks standing in line for some goddamn Popeye's chicken, but won't even vote. Don't get me upset today. You know, I'm gonna tell a story. Um, After Afro Punk, Jade um, wanted a Popeye sandwich so badly <coughs> that she was calling Popeye's. At 2 o'clock in the morning to find <laughs> out if they had these chicken sandwiches. We're driving while she's calling these Popeyes. Her husband busts a Yui in the middle of like, what street is that? I don't remember in Brooklyn, but a busy-ass street that we should not have been busting a Yui on because we almost passed the Popeyes. I lied to you not. We go into the Popeyes. There is a Popeyes employee a disgruntled Popeye's employee outside of the restaurant going the fuck off. We go into the store and there's glass all over the floor. First of all, why is there glass in Popeye's? I've never seen a glass. Like, why was there glass? I don't understand. Like, what it, what it, what do they have this glass in there? I just don't know. Glass broken all over the floor because somebody just got into a fight over the Popeye sandwich. Lie to you not. DMJ of all jades. I'm not lying. People she are still fighting got the over Popeye's the Popeye's chicken sandwich. No, they was all out. That's why they was fighting. It wasn't no more. <laughs> and that's why the employee was pissed. Like, I do not come to work to be fighting people because they want a chicken sandwich that badly. I'm over y'all in this Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's but that, I will it's the say... the white woman in you that won't... 
I'm over it. Let that happen. You need to embrace it. You need to I embrace won't. it. Give I free. Won't. No, never. Well, the white woman lives on. It's just ridiculous. This is ridiculous. This is, this is clocking your like, arteries. Y'all it is enforcing <laughs> stereotypes of finger-licking black people. <laughs> I don't what? care. You can make fun of me, but I know y'all better keep that same fucking energy when it's time to vote. Shut anyway, up. go ahead. How are you? How are you doing? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Everything's okay. Everything's fine. Um, good, good, good. I'm happy to be talking on the podcast. Um, Did you miss me? This will be me? the last time you talk to me for <laughs> about three weeks, and I won't be able to talk anymore, but you're going to hold it down. Yeah, you need to announce that. Why don't you tell the people what's happening? So as I prepare for the opening of the Sable Collective on September 19th, I am going to step back from... Um, my other career as a professional um, curator of sonics and content I can't. for Around the Way Curls and very briefly, just for like two to, just probably for like three weeks and then I'm going to come back and cry and tell you everything that I learned. So, <laughs> yeah. But we will so, have a podcast. But they will be yeah. better than me though, but ain't nobody no, better than you though, boo. <laughs> Ain't nobody better than you. <laughs> that my girl. Okay, nobody replaced my book. What? That's... How did book come into play? I think we need to put book. that on a shirt. How did that? How, how was that even a thing? Anyway, I'm sorry, but yeah, Shanti won't be here. Also, Shanti, I can't really hear you talking to your computer more. But um, Shanti won't be here. I have guest hosts lined up. Um, you will find out who they are soon, and it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a good time with them. One is a male, so that will be interesting to have a man, a man's perspective on the episode. So cool! Look out for that. It's gonna be a lot of fighting. I don't think great. so. It's gonna be all you, 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 you keeping it incognito about who the guests are. You keeping people. You, you being you know, until we record, and it definitely happens. Yes. That's once good. I That's get strategy. the <laughs> once I get the uh, the files back and it all is well. Because we're doing it in a studio and I've never worked. No, we're doing it in a studio and I've never worked with the sound engineer, yada, yada, yada. Once I have everything and I know everything's on the up and up, then I will announce. Otherwise, I can always hurry up and tell Jade to record with me and act like nothing went wrong. (laughs) Pivot. That's good. Yes. That's nice. I've been doing good. I had... um... I had a really, really funny encounter with my past self this week that I wanted to share with everybody. <laughs> um, I went to my mom. My mom keeps telling me, you got you to gotta come home. You got these letters here you should read when you were a young, young girl. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I thought, I've always been writing. So I thought it was like when I was like eight years old and I used to write really dramatic letters to my English parents, I was like an English orphan and I would write them to my parents. I thought it was one of those, but (laughs) it was actually a letter I wrote to my eighth grade principal, two letters. I was harassing this lady. You Um, were not harassing her. I was, I was going in on this lady, but 
I I remember there was an incident where I was suspended. My first and only time <laughs> being suspended from school was it was a raining a rainy day and we didn't have recess and we were all in the lunchroom and all hell broke loose and all of the kids were like banging their fists on the lunch tables and we were chanting something. I don't remember what it was. I was completely invested in it. I was following along and the teachers couldn't stop us and the principal came downstairs and I remember locking eyes with her as I was banging on the table but like that was it. And then the day later, she called me into her office and she accused me of inciting the riot. And I was like, I did not. Like, I was completely invested in this, but I did not start this. <laughs> so that's I, I wrote her a letter to. Are you going to um, read any of them? Yeah, I think I should. Which one should I read? That was one. I, so the, I, I wrote I her a like letter. The other one. OK, that. But I was just. <laughs> that one was funny. Y'all need to visit Shantou. This one's shorter. I'm actually going to read the shorter one because it really just shows like who... You don't have to read the whole thing. It's just evidence of... I loved it. ...what this whole like free parenting... Like we all having kids. We're like, yeah, we want our kids to be able to express themselves and challenge authority. And so just so you know, this is what (laughs) it sounds like. And when it's directed at you, like if JoJo sent me something... If a young... I was 12, 13. If a 12 or 12 year old sent me this, child, here it goes. I have nothing but respect for it, but go ahead. Dear Mrs. Jones, I'm Shanti Mayers, one of the many children that you suspended for that incident that occurred in the lunchroom a week ago. I no longer want to argue, argue with you back on forth on what happened that day because it has done no good in the past and it will do no good right now. <laughs> I realize and respect your decision that you had to make that day. And from it, we both probably learned some hard lessons. (laughs) (laughs) That's just an excerpt. I'm not going to continue on. You're not? No. No, You got to hit them with at least the first paragraph of the other one. Because I was getting my whole fucking life. I said, I don't want (laughs) to argue back and forth with you. We both probably heard learned some hard lessons. She's like forty eight <laughs> years old. Like, who are you talking to? But then another letter that I wrote to her, the same principal <laughs> was in regard to my teacher, Mrs. Drake, who was a horror. And I go on to explain to Miss to this principal about Mrs. Drake. Here we go. Dear Mrs. Jones. <laughs> I am a student in Mrs. Drake's room 307. These past few months have been very hard for me to get up every day and accept the fact that I have to go to school and face Mrs. Drake. You wrote the wrong accept. I wrote the wrong accept. (laughs) E-X-C-E-P-T. Last year when I was under the care of Mrs. Daniels, school was fun and I didn't mind going into her loving classroom each day for five hours. But now I want to cry every time I walk into my stuffy classroom. (laughs) Learning is something that has not gone on in that room. But instead, orders and rush through lessons have been conducted. (laughs) Many of my classmates feel the same way I do. But instead of going through that torture, I wanted to at least try and free myself from this. (laughs) At least see if there is anything that can be done. Although all of my fellow classmates fear Miss Drake... Not one of them have any sort of respect for her. 
In my <laughs> eyes, a teacher is someone <laughs> who you are to look to and trust. Someone who has the characteristics of a mother. Caring, supportive, nurturing, and responsive to all your needs. And of course, the beautiful ability to teach. Mrs. Drake has absolutely none of those characteristics. And I just go on to berate Fear of Mrs. Mrs. Drake's explosive outburst, (laughs) which occurs daily, causes me and my classmates to shy away from her if we don't understand something. How can learning take place if children don't understand and are too scared to speak up from fear of embarrassment and self-demeaning words from their teacher? Yo. How can learning take place if work is copied off of one another (laughs) and impulsive reactions to not being able to do it themselves because they truly don't understand miss jones in our classroom it's hot come come in our classroom oh it's hot the walls are bare of work we have done it's not bright and pleasing to the senses (laughs) i said on fridays when the class and miss drake are together when the class and miss drake are together for about three to four hours miss drake gives us busy work while sitting at her cluttered desk (laughs) yo you what the fuck in i know this lady took this letter and was with her homegirls like yo y'all read this shit (laughs) yo anyway y'all if you guys follow me on instagram chantilly from philly no you gotta post this the week this comes out let me screenshot this this shit be like this is the letter we're talking about shanti went in and mind you y'all they're typed they're typed. <laughs> Who was I? I don't know, but I I want to be here. Yo, again. Shanti, I want I you. Want you saw my you saw again. my reaction. I <laughs> said, keep that same fucking energy. I don't know where that Shanti went, but bring her ass back. Cause all of this, I don't know. I need to be nice. I need to fuck that. No. You need to say what you need and how you need it. And that's what you did. I love that's the audacity of this. I would hate it if you was talking to me. <laughs> but I love it if you're my child. I would read this and frame it. Like, yeah, would right. you Until not they want bring Joey? that mess to you? Until it comes knocking at your door. Like, no, you, who are you talking to? You wouldn't. You ju- don't even have a job. You don't know what it's like to work. Miss Drake had diabetes. She was taking care of her 42 year old son. Her husband didn't work. She like Miss Drake. I don't know what's going on Miss Drake's life, but. <laughs> She was smoking cigarettes. She was stressed. Yo, fuck Miss Drake. She had a job. She was supposed to. She was supposed to. You be had teaching, one thing to do, and she obviously wasn't. So for a child, no, for real, we need to honor how children feel, and for a child to have this kind of visceral response <laughs> to I a said teacher, her cluttered desk. <laughs> Yo. Yo, I said it's hot. And the walls are bare of work we have done. It's not bright and pleasing to the senses. Yo, Miss Drake then said, sends responses to the talking by giving us three more pages of busy work. And busy work is in quotations, honey. <laughs> Every Friday, I'm literally brought to tears. Please listen to what I have said. Take into consideration how we feel. Please think about this. Thank you. Thank you. And then I didn't sign it. This was anonymous. And I thought I was slick and I like put it in a in a in an area that I knew she would see it, but I didn't like hand it to her personally. I just like 
casually dropped Wait, it Wait, you didn't sign it? No, the one to Miss Drake about uh, Miss Drake was anonymous. I, I didn't can't. want them, but they knew it was me. They're like, Shanti, ain't nobody saying. Ain't nobody writing like this. Ain't nobody <laughs> writing. <laughs> How about? can my chakras be alive? They're like, it's that for their teachers. They're like, it's the tofu girl. This this the girl that's eating the tofu sandwiches. Bring that bitch in here. Girl. Some little entitled girl with the weird clothes uh-huh. and the hair that was the frizzy hair. <laughs> Who makes her mom wait for her outside because she don't want nobody to know that she's half white. This white mom doesn't come to parent-teacher meetings. The only white woman that's not involved in the parent-teacher organization. The PTA, Parent-Teacher Association. The only white woman I've ever seen in all my life unconcerned with her daughter's education. Yo. fucked up. Stitches. Oh, my God. So y- if you guys it. really, you guys, you guys talk about having these get free kids until they get free. And sh- listen, I got to bring that old Shanti back because. Yes, you do. I did you not absolutely give absolutely do. Fuck. I'm here uh, for it, Shanti. And I tried As to As you enter this new too. chapter of being a boss, of owning your business, of having staff, of listen, this is the energy you will keep. This you- is what I need and this is how I need it. Now, we can talk about it, but at the end of the day, this is what it is. Yeah. Get that old I'm thing I'm proud back. of you. That yeah, I'm proud of back. that old show. I was embarrassed, though. I was like, who? Listen. Anyway, so that was something that happened. Um, and then I just wanted to bring up this one thing. All of us, you know, we there's all these Instagram Photos that are going out, we all see them of the little girls that are dressed like big hipster girls. And there's I don't know the what little, you're talking about. You know how they dress the little girls to like have hoops and baby hairs and their hair slicked back and they got like on a cheetah print something and they just like look older. They look like older, older, um, uh, I guess I can imagine it. I don't see it, I don't follow those kind of ratchet accounts, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Where? Well, it's the little girl. Damn, I done lost the damn name. Oh, Jesus be a concise thought. Damn. I'm sorry. Well, never mind. I think her name <laughs> is Red. <laughs> her name is Red Carpet Girls. That's what it is. Red Carpet Girls. So her name is Z- a Red Carpet Girl Z. I don't know what this little girl's name is, but her name is Zaza. And she's been the little girl that like does like just has mad swag and she's super cute. And you watch it and you're like, oh, my God, this is an entire mood. But now the little girl has a music video out like a full blown music video. And I'm I just want to make sure that this four year old is okay because she's clearly (laughs) like three and a half or four years old. Being a whole, a whole cash mood. cow. What do I you mean, think? You think her parents are just using her up and exploiting? her? I don't her know if it's about using her, but I do think that they see. I mean, she looks like Easy E. You know what I'm talking about? This little girl mm-hmm. that looks like Easy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the little girl, but I know Easy E, so I can imagine a little girl that looks like her. She, you know, she just has a lot of attitude, and she's all about like swag and. And um, it's oh, red cute. carpet girls, 
Yeah, but I Z. just think we should be careful. She's oh four. my gosh, she's she has four half a million followers over. Old. Yeah. She's four wow. years old. And she has a whole music video out. And that this is just like, you know, this takes a lot of prepping and I can't even get a music video together. I can't even it's just you can, job. you just haven't, yeah. But I'm Listen, it's a lot of parents that. now that are like they make pages for their kids and they're ready for their kids to like pop off. Um I yeah, just think when we it, share think, all of these things, it's just like we need to be cognizant that this, she's four. She's yeah, I think four. it's different too if a kid can say like, this is what I want to do. But you're right. She's a little baby girl. <sighs> so, you know. Oh, school. Wait, I have up. one more thing. I have a couple Uh-oh. things real fast. Um, I love Lizzo. Thank you for bringing Lizzo into my world. I'm obsessed with her, like literally obsessed with her. Everybody is. And I sometimes watch her interviews and get my whole life. And she has an interview, with, I think it was with the New York Times, where she talks about self-care. And if you have not read this interview, it's like a, it's a very quick read, like a three-minute read. But she talks about how self-care is much more than like mimosas and getting a fucking manicure and pedicure with your girlfriends and how it's really um, an act of survival. It is such a good article. Please, please just Google Lizzo self-care mimosas and it'll pop up. <clears throat> but lastly, she's amazing. she's amazing. Like she just did Made of America and Beyonce is fucking staring at her like she's a god. So we... If God is looking at her like she's God, then you know we're all looking. And please at don't each other DM like me about gods. Beyonce being a God because I am a God too. Exactly, um, we are God having an experience and experiencing ourselves. Ashe. as God talking to your computer, whatever the hell those people be saying. Cannot hear you. Um, and then lastly, uh, I am obsessed with Rhapsody's album. Have you listened to it? No, I haven't, but I heard it was really what? good. What? Y'all, if you want to hear some, like, re- real female MC shit, please, please do yourself a favor. Download, stream, buy Rhapsody's album. In my opinion, who's the homie? Um, My ex's homie, my ex's best friend, but Briz, I forget his name, Briz Marquis on IG hit us some, when we were talking about female MCs, and he mentioned her. Her album is so fire, Shanti. Um, she named every yeah, title no, after good. like an I, influential black woman, but she can I, um, spit, and the and the the production is out of this world. Do you like know the who, samples did that you know she used. Do you know if Ninth Wonder produced it? Do you know that? Do you know? Oh I no, know. I didn't know that. I don't know either. I know he did a lot of her stuff before. But yeah, I love her. I don't like her voice. I'm so sorry. I love her voice. I try, but I some about her voice that I um Oh, you wild. <sighs> I love her voice. I love it. Sibyl is no name. I'm just Yo, like, oh, I've been boy. bopping that all day. I will all day, though. all weekend. It's fire. Beats are I fire. Liked her other album. I, I mean, her. I would say it's probably the hardest. It's probably like the hardest shit I've heard like a female rapper do in a in a not female, excuse me, woman rapper do. Yes. Killing it. Killing it. So download that shit, y'all. That's our little culture corner. That you need to you need to go and Google Lizzo. And you need to go and download Rhapsody. And then you need to download. follow Rhapsody. Download Rhapsody's album. What do you mean? 
don't know. You download on iTunes or iTunes or on um, iTunes doesn't have streaming yet. Nah, you gotta buy that. That's interesting. <clears throat> but even that Spotify, you can still download it so you can listen to it offline. Don't try to play me. I'm not. I would oh, never. Jesus. Internet. Seriously. Let's get into on. the topic. So, another thing that's happening, shout out to all the mothers out here getting ready for their kids back to school. Mm. Shout out to the mothers that are scrambling to get all of the documents together, the dental appointments, the clinic visits. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, it just creeps up on you. You just got to pull it all together. Shout out to the moms preparing for the three o'clock pickups that they have to maneuver now and the extra daycare that has to be paid. If you're a single mother, I know that this is a really stressful time. Um, It's also a time that a lot of moms are freed up and can get work done and rest. So it's a time of transition and... um, a lot of changes in family life. So shout out to all the families that are experiencing that. Keep it together. And um, yeah. So I am going to be gone for some time because a lot of my attention is going to be going towards the Sable Collective's opening. And I, I, I don't know. I guess I don't talk about the Sable Collective that often on um around the week curls i do mention it here and there but it has been you know my life for about three years now and um it's been my introduction in my school for learning business and so um i just wanted to give some people some knowledge exactly of what I'm doing and the story behind the Sable Collective, the beginning, um, and what it's kind of taken to get me here at this moment now. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. .edu slash podcast. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. 
Figure Lending LLC DBA Figure. Equal Opportunity Lender. NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Um, and, and just share what I've learned. And I think this, I think that business is comparable to learning something new, at least for me. So even if you haven't or aren't interested in starting a business, I think that the learning curves and kind of like the internal work that you have to reckon with and choose to work on or not um, all come up when we're learning something new. So I, I wanted to make that very clear that this is not just about business and you have to be start a business in order to kind of experience these things. I think this is just this is just a uh, a life thing. Um, and so the Sable Collective actually, and I don't know if I shared this before, around the way curls, I was 22, 23 years old. I had just had my daughter. Um, I was in a relationship that was difficult. Um, and I felt a lot of like just feeling super unprepared, super scared, and mm. super lost. And um, I was trying to figure out like what I was going to do with my life. Before I knew I was going to go to nursing school or before that, I was just enjoying life and traveling and working and, you know, running the streets. But now I just like had this point where like, oh, I have to be in the house. I have to be anchored down and like I have to support a life. What am I going to do? And I had the idea that I wanted to open a business that was a boutique for um, natural hair. And so that kind of like inspired around the way curls and like figuring out, oh, I need to, you know, I need to create an audience first or I need to figure out how to like create a brand around it before the store opens, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of like pushed the actual business part aside and I went more for kind of like just starting to create straight content and information and culture around something rather than, you know, the business of it. Um, but I remember, I'll never forget that feeling of being, I know exactly where I was. I was on the floor. I was probably in an angst <coughs> writing a vision out or writing something down. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to have a store and I can remember like the heat in my chest and like being like, Oh yeah, that this makes perfect sense. Now I have something to work towards now. Now I know what I want to do. And, um, but life did what it did. And again, I didn't really pursue the actual business part of it. Um, gratefully and excitedly around the way curls was produced from that first like inspiration. Um, and I think we have always and still continue to like, all right, figure out the business part to something that we just creatively love. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I started serving and I went as out on my own, eventually becoming a single mother. And um, the actual business kind of took a back burner. Um and so I think this is a part of learning something new that I wanted, I kind of wanted to share this traje trajectory of learning because I think a lot of people assume if you have a business, um, 
if you have something that seems like solid, if you have something that's very visible, people associate that with having a lot of knowledge and being an expert in that and still not having like a sense of, no, people are still learning, you know, learning what they're, they're learning as they go, a lot of people. So, you know, we know plenty of influencers are like, don't know what they're doing, but they're just, you know, creating something as they go. And so I just want to, again, I just want to reiterate, this is just kind of like my path of learning. Um, And I think the first part of me doing that or starting on this journey of learning um, was me embracing kind of like my inner voice. And as I was serving and as I was doing, you know, around the way curls and being excited and that was growing, I kind of continued to have this inner direction that was like, yo, you have to do something. There's something that you have to do and you kind of have to turn over a lot of stones and you have to Mm. do a lot of things. But, you know, this staying in this job, which I hated, which didn't, it it paid well, but like, it was just like, no, this is not, this is not Soul sucking. Yeah, it was just soul sucking and it was, it became less, I just, I, I constantly had this voice inside of me in this inner direction that was like, oh no, you, you have to do something. And I didn't, and I say for a lot of people that may have that same thing, I didn't really focus on what that something was. I wasn't deterred because I didn't know what that something was. I was just like, you know, just kind of followed that. And there were a lot of people in my life that I admired or a lot of people that I knew that were doing things that I would get myself involved with. And in the beginning, Internet, you know, it was like we had an event and we had vendors come to the event. And I was like, oh, cool. So there was that first learning process of like, how do you collaborate with people? How do you write an email to somebody asking them something to participate and when that first step is done, it's like, oh, how do you pro- how are professional commitments kept between people? How is there safeguards? And I had plenty of really embarrassing, hard failures in that process of collaborating with people and like having events. So vending events was something that I was always like excited to do and creating these unique experiences for people I wanted to have like a bazaar a night bazaar with a whole bunch of vendors and like food and drinks and people could go out and block off a street and you know I collaborated with somebody that didn't get the permits to block off the street and so the day of the event what six o'clock in the morning and I have like 25 30 vendors showing up we have food vendors showing up And the police comes and says, if you try to block this off, you know, they were shutting everything down. And so in that moment, I didn't even know this. Yeah, that was for the bazaar. I mean, I'm not going to put anybody's business out there. But, yeah, that was with the same person that we worked with before to have that first event. And it was just like it was it was it was a huge failure and it was a huge flop. And I had an anxiety attack and I like cried and it was when just did this happen? I was there. 
No, you didn't. You weren't there. It was, I don't know when this was. I don't remember. It was like 2014. Girl. This but, is you know, this is just kind of like the learning. This is the learning curve that happens when you're kind, when you are just embracing something new and following a, di- a direction. And what I will say was super important was that I kept identifying people that I that I liked and I had admired all the way back when I was like 11 years old and I would connect with them and I would, you know, make myself available to them and talk with them. And so what it ended up happening was just as like my inner voice was bubbling and I was like, I can't continue living this way. Something's got to give. One of those relationships developed into what was, to become my business partner for the Sable Collective. And this was somebody that I admired her work. She's been a cultural influencer in Philadelphia and my life for many years. And so I just, I jumped on the opportunity to learn. And I think when you have these opportunities, especially when they're in alignment with what you want, there's this expectation that it's going to be fruitful and it's going to be successful and it's going to be easy because in the beginning, hey, yeah, it aligned exactly with what I wanted to do. It sounded right. But I think if I could go back and for anybody that's listening now, I think what's super important is to be open to the opportunity to learn something. And it doesn't always equate to success it doesn't always equate to like complete you know um it's not easy and so it doesn't mean that you don't take the opportunity it doesn't mean that there's a because you fail or things fall apart that you don't take the opportunity but the more that we the more that we know that life is about learning something keeps buzzing i don't know if that's going to keep showing coming up on the um people texting me that's all. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I think that it shouldn't be a deterrent. You should just you should just keep moving forward, knowing that that this is this is a learning thing. And so the my business partner and I at that time, you know, sh- I explained to her kind of again. I doubled back and ex- expressed that idea that I had in the very beginning of starting the uh, starting a boutique. It was in alignment with what her vision was. And the Sable Collective in 2016 opened. But what kind of boutique? It's a very specific kind. Well, I guess guess to me, it it couldn't have been any other way. Like, even with the round-the-way curls, it's always been about black women. It's always been about black people. And so... Yeah, we came together and we're like, we're going to create this boutique with items that were sourced from black people for women of color to be to be finally in the lead consumer like demographic rather than this afterthought or like this, you know, small niche target market that, you know, isn't in the grand scheme of, of like marketing efforts or isn't the grand isn't the consumer base that people go after. 
And a lot of times they're not looking for those products from black businesses. So, yeah, I guess we were very intentional and very clear that we wanted the boutique to be filled with items, beautiful quality items. She had amazing taste, amazing style. We wanted these items to reflect us, reflect our culture and make black women feel taken care of and warm and seen and heard when they walked into the um into the boutique and so <laughs> she's you know we we came together um what in like may and in november we opened up the doors to the business and that is unheard of like maybe yeah. it's not unheard unheard of but it's like Talk about Best. learning by the seat of your pants. I had, right. again, I didn't know anything about business. All I knew was that you have vending events, you bring people together. There's a formula to that. But I didn't know anything about retail markups. I didn't know about city permits that were needed. I didn't know about contractors. I didn't know about merchandising, the furniture that needs to be there, price tags, POS systems. All right. of this was learned in like four months time and when we opened the doors we didn't even have that comp we didn't even have a bank account open like we didn't have a the business wasn't even a legit business like on mm. paper it was just so you, by the there was no llc pants. there was no nothing no no wow. there were none of those things it was just like pff, on your marks cassette let's go um and people liked it people appreciated it People were excited about it. Um, and I was terrified. I was really, really scared. And I was really unsure of what we were doing. And I felt super... Um, it, was just super it was just super scary. But we did it and people liked it. And I became kind of like the lead operator of all of the systems. So again... It was this opportunity to learn and it was hard and I was tired and I constantly and still constantly face like feelings of not being competent enough or not, you know, not being compassionate with myself about the the fact that I'm learning. Um, right. But the Sable Collective was growing and... I just started learning some of the um, the basics of business and seeing clearly through other people's businesses and folks that I interacted with kind of like what are the requirements. And so I wanted to just share some things that I learned about just some basic requirements um, with business. And again, this, these are things that I aspire to. These aren't things that I am a master or expert in, but I think for those folks that are interested, and again, I think this is applicable to any any space of growth in our life. Um, and the first would be just learning how to show up. And again, that's kind of listening to that inner voice or that voice of direction or the signs or, you know, 
showing up for yourself and recognizing that you may be super miserable or frustrated or angry or feeling stuck and just kind of showing up for yourself and at least acknowledge acknowledging that like something's not right and I need to make a change and having the courage to begin on a new path whatever it may be and then once you kind of have a sense of what that is, um, consistency is super important. Mm. So you make a decision and then you keep showing up. In terms of business, consistency is super important if you want to stay relevant. Internet and I know in social media, if you, the backbone of business is like your finances. So you have to make sure you understand what the accounting and the finances are and consistently looking over them and understanding what margins are and all of these things. Again, this is stuff that I'm still learning. Consistent customer interaction, um, consistency with finding some type of consultants to work with. Um, the second thing would be quality. Are you offering something, either a service or products that are quality? Um, try not to be sloppy, making sure that things are unique, that, you know, is it cost effective for you? Um, is it, you know, something that you're trying to maintain that just isn't even sustainable? Mm. Um, and then order. And this is something that has been the biggest challenge for me is order. You cannot sustain anything. You cannot sustain... <sighs> Anything. We cannot sustain our, <laughs> our personal finances. We cannot sustain diets. We cannot sustain relationships. We cannot sustain, you know, really being a support for our kids if there isn't order, if, there, if it's not clear, if it's not something that is set up so that it can grow. Um, and I guess the best measure, especially now that I'm going into this different space, is like it can't just make sense to me. It can't just make sense in my head. This has to be something that I can share and teach to somebody else so that they understand kind of what these systems are. So creating systems is something that um, has been and needs to be implemented in business and implementing whatever kind of learning um, curve we are up against. And then lastly is honesty. And that's kind of what I, all of these things that I just shared are things that I've learned through, I've learned order is important because I've had a lot of disorder. I learned quality is important because there were times that I were I was buying stuff that was, you know, wasn't well made or wasn't super unique or wasn't cost effective consistency is something that I'm still trying to manage being just a one woman show mm -hmm. and then lastly and the most important thing is honesty how how are you handling and having difficult conversations with yourself um, with staff with your family members and so in my situation this learning curve was painfully learned in the um the breaking up with my business partner in all of these two and a half years while I'm learning all of these things I wasn't maintaining and I I can only speak for myself I wasn't maintaining honesty about how I felt 
in the partnership and about my expectations and about, you know. What you needed. What I needed. I was not that eighth grade Shanti writing letters like, dear business partner. You know, (laughs) there was a lot of, um, because again, because I was learning, there was a lot of doubt in what I felt. And I was Mm -hmm. dealing with somebody that had more experience than me. So there was a lot of thoughts that how, because I'm learning, how am I able to say this? What do I know? This person knows more than me. What right do I have? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be disrespectful to their experience, but that's not honest. And when you're dishonest with yourself and when you're scared to have difficult conversations, it becomes a cancer and you can't flourish and your business and whatever learning curve, whatever thing you're trying to um, have in your life is poisoned and it comes up and it can come up five minutes, five years, 15 years. Either way, it will come up and it will make you have to face it. Or it's going to make you have to start all over again. And And just because you're not as experienced doesn't mean that you don't bring something to the table and something that should be honored and respected, you know, like, and I think it's interesting that, you know, you, you felt that way. And I would say anybody that's in a partnership where they don't feel like they can speak up and say what they need, that might, might, not always, sometimes it's about you, but that might be a reflection of the partnership and how it might not be the healthiest one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, I'm still learning. I don't, I really don't know where, I mean, I have an idea of where that, Shanti went I think having a a child and having a sense of um I don't know I don't know where that came from I don't know where I became so um cautious and like concerned about what other people think and other people's feelings I don't know where that came from but it came from the world what you mean it came from the white man (laughs) and not just the white man it came from every man it came from everywhere (laughs) I'm serious. It came from every fucking place in the world where people have been, your experiences, where people tell you in this world that you're not enough and you don't matter. And that's why you need them or you need this product or you need this or you need to fall in line. It came from that. It came from serving and and serving rich ass people that probably look down on you. It came from that. It did. It came from What right do I have to take up space? But again, it was kind of a loop, you know, the more that you practice something, the stronger you get. So like I did find myself having trouble being honest and confronting hard, difficult situations. But I also had my inner voice and my inner direction haunting me like every day. So it was like Mm -hmm. you have to redirect. You have to redirect. You have to confront this discomfort that you have you have to address these problems and so it just ended up shaking out that we our our partnership dissolved and the Sable Collective was mine and this was during a time where I had this opportunity all of this kind of happened at once I had this opportunity given to us by the fashion district 
to choose us as tenants in the uniquely Philly section of the mall. The mall, the gallery was a mall in Philadelphia that... The gallery was everything. Was everything. <laughs> it's been around since 1972. It's in the center, the heart of Center City. And Philly being a majority black city was a space where black people, especially black youth, gathered and shopped and met and their cut friends the fuck up <laughs> and wild out and bought clothes and just had really crazy and stole clothes and and stole like, clothes. <laughs> like it was a sp- and for those reasons for those latter reasons that you just mentioned the gallery closed because right. i think there was like this epic chingy concert where there was like a yes, flash mob chingy and i don't know what up. happened <laughs> But <laughs> the developers chingy. in Philadelphia were like, not today. I mean, this is not towards our trajectory of what Philadelphia is going to be. So all you black people, you must go. And they, <laughs> they, they closed it. And now, you know, with gentrification, everything, they opened up the mall again. And in order, I, I really do think politics are involved. And in order to, you know, make this blow lighter this this white sweep of gentrification lighter they have a Mm -hmm. uniquely philly section where they are honoring local philadelphia businesses and we were chosen and so it was just kind of at this point where i was on my own with only two and a half years of business experience having a daughter Having these patterns of, you know, um, imposter syndrome, and the, but also being offered this tremendous opportunity to go into the gallery and do some shit that I've never done before. And again, show up and learn something new and like reckon with this learning opportunity that I have. And so I took it. And it's just been a wild ride. I, there, there's contractors. You know, I'm meeting with 45-year-old white guys named Jim Ferrando <laughs> from South Philly that are, you know, like, I ah, checked out your store. seemed pretty good, blah, 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 blah. I, insurance. Just things that are way over over what I'm used to and learning how to manage it all by myself. I don't have another person. I don't have a business partner to kind of share the risk of this with. And I think that's what I've just been managing every single day. um, I wake up and I have to make decisions about what I'm going to have the space look like, what I'm going to have in there, budget, money, loans, huge decisions. But most importantly, I have the decision of, am I going to be fearful? Am I going to continue to let this this haunting imposter, you know, voice paralyze me and make me scared and dread the actual opening of this space? Or am I going to look at it as... Um, as an opportunity to learn. And more often than not, I'm scared and I dread it, (laughs) to be completely honest. I'm scared. 
I'm scared of the visibility. I'm scared that all of these learning curves are so visible. I'm scared that the shit's going to be corny. I'm scared, you know, that I'm not, I just have all of these fears. And today I went to, to the water and I like, I also have this great fear and burden, this narrative that I'm doing everything by myself and like, I have to manage what my life is going to be like mothering, having a store that's open seven days a week. You know, how am I going to do this with a child that needs my attention and school starting with her? And I was like homework and all this stuff. So, you know, I have a lot that makes me feel like this is impossible. But I've been, I went to the water today and I kind of like had a realization that number one this this work that i'm doing is not is not about me it's not about shanti it's not about my story it's not about me feeding this narrative of you know who i am and my pain and and what i think i deserve and what i don't deserve more than anything and i say this for everybody else that's going through these kind of like transformational heavy constant every day you have to make a decision to show up mm-hmm. and to and to step in into the unknown i just kind of offer people the the idea that this is not about us and our story more so it's kind of like a spiritual um spiritual work that we're being called to do and we're stepping into into doing that and to identify less with who we are in relation to the work like this is all my responsibility to be doing all of these things but being more um realizing more that it's just coming kind of through us and this is the the journey that our souls are deciding to take and that it's a a beautiful decision and that it's a a learning. It's just all about learning. And it's to be less attached with this idea of perfection and this idea of getting it all right and this idea that there's success or there's failure versus it just being an opportunity to just kind of like move and allow amazing things to happen. Can I say and something? I'm, uh-huh. So I, I was watching... <clears throat> now, you know I don't love Oprah that much now. I'm an Oprah hater because I think that anybody that's a billionaire is confused about how things go. But I'm also like a socialist at heart. But I was watching Oprah, and Oprah was talking about failure. And man, she hit she hit it on the spot where she was like, you know, failure, there is no real failure and we have to understand that the f- that failure is just the universe pushing you into the direction that you're supposed right. to go in. Yep. Failure is is you know your ego talking whereas what did you learn in this experience? What can you take from this? And she said she's she's like I've had many failures. She's and she was talking about her fear at opening her network and how many shows bombed and how many business meetings she walked out of 
feeling, having the imposter syndrome and thinking, I had no idea what the hell I was getting myself into. What in God's green earth? But she said, had some of those shows not bombed, had some of those business meetings not gone the way that they were supposed to go, she would have ended up with a network that wasn't reflective of what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And it would have turned into something completely different. So I hear you. I exactly. think I, I feel like that's the spiritual what you're talking it's about. Spiritual work. It's not about us. It's not about this story of, you know, how am I going to look? It's like, no, you just do the work. You just right. do the work and allow yourself to be led and you allow yourself to grow. And most importantly, you allow your like you I'm more interested in serving. Like that's mm. really important. How in how is this going to be inspiring to my daughter or little kids that come into this space? The fact that I can give large orders to all of these local artisans right. that need it. Like I know people that need this and are relying on my order. It's like this is it's not about me. Can you be it more is, clear? And it isn't. Can you be more clear about the fact that you purchase like Sable's not selling stuff that necessarily Sable makes. That no, you're purchasing not yet, not yet, but you will. But you're purchasing orders as well from local, especially local and not local, but black business women, women of color yep. who create yep. items from their heart of hearts, who from absolutely their, like that you are just doing order from Ariane's jewelry. Do yep, you know that what that order meant thing. to her? I know. They're stepping you, out of fear too. So like exactly. it's it's spiritual work. It's me doing this and showing up. And I'm in connect like my destiny is in connection with I don't even know who else. Listen, like, you are know. a part of something greater and bigger than what you can even imagine. And when we don't know that, when we don't accept that, that is when we feel flustered. That's when we feel anxious. That's when we feel stressed. That's when we are so lost. But there is a supreme moment, okay, of destiny, Shanti, that is calling on you, calling on Sable and calling on your life. And your, your job right now is to feel that more than you've ever felt it before and to know that. And when you don't hear it and when you don't know it, then you got to I don't even know centered, if I can. Child. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I, that's, again, I'm not even concerned with that. Like, I'm no Harriet Tubman by any means, but I think that all of us have to think about how she was just trying to get from point A to point B. And she wasn't the trying to be the greatest amount of fear. She was probably, every single trip was terrifying. Right. Like nobody thinks about how terrified she may have been, at least. Right. I mean, maybe at one point she was just such a G and so like divinely directed that she was like, oh, this is a cakewalk. But I imagine that we, all these people that do tremendous things, we just think that they're not scared, but they're, it's scary. That's terrifying. And I would, if I I was talking with a friend, I was like, I would have easily been like, child, I'm I am victorious. I am divinely anointed. I done got out. But she went back and got more people continuously. That's just like right. I need to I call on that kind of energy to do it even when you're by any means necessary. 
Sweet Brother right. Malcolm, by any means necessary. And again, just like you said, to take away this ruthless, because it is, this ruthless expectation that it has to be a success. Because it may not be. But, but like it I is a up. success. But that's the point. Everything I is a success. I showed up and my spiritual exactly. journey is being you experienced. Like it's, showed it's, it's evolving. Up. Right. It's evolving into something else. And it may not be, you know. So that, that partnership that dissolved, that nece- that wasn't quote unquote was how necessary. we define a success, right? Right. Nope. But nope. that was a quote unquote failure, right? But it moved you into a direction that you were supposed to be in. Shanti, you're somebody who you, you hide sometimes in partnerships because you will rely on somebody. And I was just talking to Jade and them today about how you are doing this shit by yourself. And I was like, she is going to wake up after this and be like, yo, I did that shit. And it's going to be the most unstoppable force after she realizes what she just accomplished on her own. That she didn't need me. She didn't need the other one. She didn't need this person. And of course it, you're, 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 you're calling on help from folks, but you're do, you're doing it. You're the leader. You're steering the ship and you're more than capable of it. And you've been more than capable of it. I've never seen you more organized. I've never seen you more on top of shit. And I'm just like, I'm blown away by it. It's it's It is all for a reason. And the next project after this is you're going to be 150,000 times uh, more centered and you're going to be more gracious with yourself. You are. You're going to have so much confidence. I hope so. (laughs) Oh, God. I hope the visibility part, like all of that stuff makes me really uncomfortable. It just makes Obviously, me because I'm sitting here fucking screen recording videos from the Sable Collective and posting on around the, around yeah. the way curls like, please post this. Please. Yeah, the people want to see it. I know. You have every right to take up this space. You have every right to have people that want to know what you're doing and want to follow you and want to be a part of your business and want to shop at your business and want to travel from DC, from New York, from Maryland, from fucking Chicago, if they need to, to come be a part of the Sabre Collective. That is well within your right. You've worked hard enough to have that kind of traction. Step into that. People are curious. People want to know. Give them the information. Don't work this hard and hide it. Fuck that. No, I mean, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. I'll do better Girl. with that. Girl. You know, that's just, even with, like, around the way curls. I love I love the podcast. I love all of this. But when you say, like, oh, we're about to do, when it's, I don't know. It, it's, um, that's I'm my forcing you to do a live show. Forcing it. I know, I'm just like gonna a live do it. show or like taking all these pictures. I'm like, nigga, this is this Bitch, is, you want to do it. Insanity. You want to step out and do it. This okay, sanity. But just you know what? Up. I just want. I want. I want. I want people to know that it's it's like, you know, you we, we're all learning. You were mm-hmm. all learning, and that's our divine right to learn and to grow and to allow our spirits the the opportunity to evolve in whatever ways they may be. And the shit is uncomfortable. And nobody said it was going to be easy. 
And it's not guaranteed. Whatever you think is going to happen is not guaranteed. But what is guaranteed is that, just like you said, those impressions on our, on our, uh, we're building spiritual muscles in all of this. And you are right. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, I'm, I know that I have had trouble kind of feeling empowered, and that this is. Take up you know, space. Take up this is the space. space for me to 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 feel myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. But also, um, yeah, just grow. Just grow. We're all growing. So show up. Be consistent. Give us information. Find quality about shit. Get yourself in order <sighs> and be honest. The Sable Collective <laughs> is opening September 19th. That's on a What's Thursday. the date? What's the date? September 19th. That is exactly From what time like to what time? To what time to what time is it open? 11.30 to 8. The hours are normally 10 to 8, but on this specific day, it's 11.30 to 8. And where is it located? It's in Philadelphia, 11th and Market, or between 11th and Market and 9th and Market. It's a big-ass building. You can't miss it. You I'm get there like from in the L or the subway. It's the hub. It's the damn metro hub, honey. So it it should be very easy to access and go ahead. What floor is it located on in the mall? So it's we can on find the a bottom child. floor. It's not on the ground floor. It's on the bottom floor. It's near the food court. It's oh, the right by the food, child. Yep. Chick-fil-A, baby. Uh-uh, we don't support Chick-fil-A. We what? don't support their politics, but go ahead. They're racist and homophobic. Well, so are a lot of... So is this country, so... (laughs) Um, It is... It's happening. What can we buy there? What are the items that you're going to have? You can buy beautiful jewelry, clothing, housewares, artwork, all from local... Not all, but from women... And people of color, artisans, and entrepreneurs. And um, if you are any of those things, if you're an artisan or um, a woman, a black woman artisan, or a, it, you know, if you fit any, if you if you are in alignment with this brand's mission, which is a boutique curated for women of color's joy, beauty, and wellness, then get in where you fit in. I'd really love to offer programming. So like little pop-ups and really dope books and I don't know if if any of those things you want to collaborate in that way, that's wonderful. Also, September 19th through the 22nd, it's like that first opening four days. I'm really, really interested in finding part. Internet, when's this airing? <laughs> I love you. It will air whenever you want it to air. I was going to do the Bali episode and then this. So the Bali episode will be this week. This will come out right before the week before Sable's opening. Okay. So there's fresh if on If you minds. are in the line, if your business is like food, if you have a, a cute sweet shops or hearty savory food or alcohol or just drinks, really delicious homemade teas and juices, I would love to collaborate with you guys and partner with you guys and have people be able to come into the store and enjoy um, 
some samplings of your food. This is like over 16,000 people are expected to come and be walking in and out. So this is a wonderful opportunity for people to get to know your brand. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and try your your whatever it is, what service or products you have to offer. So don't sleep on this. Please is that for email. Philly people only? I mean, if or? you're from, no, if you're from New York and you like, if you like a black winery and you're like, yo, this is an opportunity to, to hit the Philadelphia market, you're going to be really mad when you play this back and hear how many times that, um, buzzed if i were if the roles were reversed you would be really upset with me but are you talking about my phone buzzing I, it's nothing i could do i can't i already you can't have put it on, on vibrate or it's or on silent? vibrate <laughs> i already have it on vibrate silent and do not disturb so if there's still buzzing i don't know what to tell you um then we'll probably one all of those, those things you know, that's impossible but <laughs> come through with the come through Internet, thank you, See everybody. Thank you so much me. for allowing me this opportunity <sighs> to talk my shit. No problem. Can we get yoni eggs from there? Yeah, we got some yoni eggs coming. Can through. we get sage? Tighten that punani, my nigga. <laughs> Can we get sage? <laughs> Can we get Palo we Santo? Sage. Can we get oh, crystals? Yeah. Can mm-hmm. we get shoes? Can I get makeup? No makeup, not yet. I haven't found. You don't makeup. have the lip bar. No, the lip bar is outgrown. We already went through this, but that's oh, okay. I'm trying to get like the bar. That's okay. We'll like, get some makeup in there. I can't actually fuck with y'all small ass. <laughs> that is ass not businesses. true. <laughs> that is not true. See, negative self talk. No, no. <laughs> I'm actually only have stores in Paris now. Sable. We changed your name to Sable. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you need an affirmation, and I want you to do it. God damn it. I want you to big yourself up. I want you to speak into existence what your business is going to be. And I want you to really freaking mean it. Oh, I'll share with you guys a prayer that I wrote. You guys want to hear it? Want to hear it? I just said yes. (laughs) Here's a prayer that I wrote. This is what I write when I'm I'm so aggressive with you and you're like, oh, I'll share a prayer. Dear God, okay, please, I'm back. Help it's me, good. help my motherfucking self. Okay, cause I'm scared. You're scared? No, it was me too. Never mind. That was my. That was me doing you. Um. <laughs> okay. So, I wrote the Sable Collective will be successful. It will be beautiful and welcoming. I will feel proud and confident in my work. I will meet my weaknesses with gratitude, rise to the occasion to learn, to practice trust and listening. The best employees are coming, um, excited and ready to learn and join this journey towards innovation, creativity, and community. I know how to lead. I know how to buy and I know how to share. My story is large. Free, face yourself, Shanti. Trust yourself. This story will be a great success. You will see and meet people you never imagined possible. The impossible. And then, it's really long. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's really Keep long. going. It, the impossible. Take the order, space. the rest, the loving relationships, the abundance, the security, the quiet, the peace, 
the strength, the healing, the clarity, the knowledge, the time management, the health, the connectedness, the money, the art, the collaboration, the beauty, the grit, the timing. It's going to make me cry. <laughs> the perfect timing, the loan, the ability to pay back, the ability to serve and see and give and love and create and rest, eat well, and focus is all possible. Release my fear, release my limitations. I put on myself and others. I lean in open to love. I lean on the impossible becoming possible. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Jai Rastafari. Jai Selassie. <laughs> yes. Snap, snap, snap. So that's it. So can y'all please spend some money at Sable? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's not just supporting <laughs> Shanti and JoJo. It's supporting all these black bitches that she buying from. It's like, let me. I'm sorry. I'm sick and I'm delirious on this NyQuil. I'm really, I'm like kind of drunk. Who takes NyQuil? Yo, I am really Besides sick. That's the only way I'm Rappers and babies. I didn't Who say I was it? drinking lean and mixing it with alcohol. I just said I had some NyQuil. I'm sick. Girl, you better get some echinacea and some golden seal. You ain't really <laughs> Let me tell this. you, I already took golden seal, echinacea, astragalus root, my one-a-day vitamin. I had ginger tea today. I had detox tea today, ginger lemon, root. honey. I've been in it. And now the white man called me to the NyQuil because that shit ain't working. All right? I don't care. I'm going to take these little over-the-counter drugs because I need them. You know what? You just lost a customer. (laughs) 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 No, but real rap. I wore your, I wore the Army Fatigue jacket, the custom Army Fatigue jacket from the Sable Collective today. And the amount of compliments I get on it, honey. I be feeling myself in that job. They be like, yo, I like your jacket. That's all fire. I'm like, oh, for mm-hmm. real? It's just a little something I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want one? Mm, that's custom. <laughs> they might get some more in stock, but it won't be like this one. This is exactly. the only one like They're this. They're all unique, my nigga. Like <laughs> snowflakes, my nigga. Yeah, you can follow them at the Sable Collective. I'm sure they'll post Stop. when they get some. Good luck. <laughs> that's how it was. Okay, hey, so... If y'all want to help a sister out in any way possible, just help me help myself to help you help yourself so that God Yo, can continue to experience this black business. Us. We got to put you, you're going to put it, we're going to put it in your hands. You're going to put it back in ours. Okay. That's how it's going to work. It's just going to flow. A, it's going to circulate. We got to circulate this dollar instead of buying NyQuil. I'm taking you my money right to medicine? the Jewish people. I don't know what you're talking about. It's <laughs> not what you were supposed to say. <laughs> All I'm right. going right to the diamond dealer, my nigga. <laughs> let let let's. Just... I'm going to Schwartz and Sons. <laughs> Getting let's... Jacob Rich's fuck. Okay. <laughs> let's just. We can give it to his synagogue. Let's this turn this off. shit off now because <laughs> you didn't lost half of them. 
<laughs> they probably was feeling sorry for your old ass crying and now they like, like mm, she played too fuck. much. She over here crying and praying. Right, she crying and acting stupid. Now oh she my being a simpleton. <laughs> this bitch pitiful prayer. Pitiful prayer with the round the way curls. No, that is not the name. You keep saying words mean things. I I don't ain't nothing pitiful about me. Shit. You saw that jacket I had one today? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, Sean, um, we're going to miss you. I'm going to miss you. Oh, my God. I'm going to say Yizzo, and I'm not going to hear an awkward pause. I don't know what I'm going to hear. Whatever. Child. The people going to be so hyped. They're going to make you so happy. They're going to be like, Yizzo, like, hi, girl. You're going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh. how I should be feeling? You're going to come back like, actually, I need to be honest in this partnership. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. You don't give me enough energy. Because you damn sure were saying shit on that Bali episode. But God bless you anyway. I forgive you. I was talking I for a just... good 45 minutes internet with you going, uh-huh, and brrrr, <laughs> and buzzing every 15, so. I was not buzzing. I was saying, mm-hmm. You just texted somebody like, Shanti crying again on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to call you back in 15 minutes. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. You and I think she's still crying. I'm going to call you back. First of all, <laughs> you only cry. I cry. I'm a cry. I cried last week. I'm telling you. Watch. Wait till the, I'm telling you. That's okay. We're going to. People just, be crying just, with us, though. That's the thing. We chipping away at that little uh, ice cold heart you got. We just chipping away at it one day at a time. You're going to let us on in, girl. Never. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to miss you. Good luck. Make yeah. money. Thank you. Make wow, money and fucking crazy. post. You have a platform. Post on. You know that it's. Po- Ugh, I gotta show you. You can post Speaking on all which, three Antoinette, at the same can time. You, um, can you pick out an outfit that I'm gonna wear? What? For what? The opening? For the opening. Can you help me? Can y'all send you me? You gotta some- download emo so I can face. So I can. Since you don't have FaceTime, download emo so I can video chat you and you can show me what you got. I don't have anything. Can you send me some pictures? But like this look you, cute. Oh, like a Pinterest board? Whoa. I got we gotta no. go. What are we doing? Come on. All right. You have clothes. You need to wear stuff from the Sable Collective, duh. Everything you have on should be from your shop. If you have anything on from anyone else, I would be mad. Oh, true. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm done. I can't. I'm actually <laughs> your business consultant and I want a fee. Let's discuss. Um with the, I gotta find music for this. What's it gonna be? Hmm. Um, Maybe something some from songs. Arrested Development. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, we out. I'm gonna miss you, Buki. I'm gonna miss y'all too. Enjoy yourselves. And no, I said I was gonna miss you. Not I'm. You said I'm gonna miss y'all. Oh. You're gonna miss the people. I'm, or you gonna well, miss me? I'm not gonna not miss. I, I'm. I mean, I'm gonna miss you too. But we're gonna talk because <laughs> I'm gonna call you all the time and be like, "Girl," <laughs> but like, stop crying. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. All right. All right. Well, health and blessings, my sister. Ashe. Health and Stay blessings. on the phone so we can talk about your outfit. <laughs> okay. Bye. All right. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram.
Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. <laughs>